There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back. Welcome back to a Christmas special. Yeah. Of the Excitable Boy podcast, mm-hmm. we are doing a non-director's commentary of the greatest Christmas film ever made. Ever, ever, forever, 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 it's, ever. It, it, it's D Hard, D Hard, Die Hard. Um, a quick recap. Well, hang on a minute. If for anyone watching this with us, we are at one hour and forty-nine seconds. Yes, and um, so you, you get you have a close-up of Alan Rickman looking a bit. You know, knocked off. If you need a recap, should we recap? Yeah, just a quick recap. Okay, so for just for a quick recap, uh, we open on an aeroplane landing. It's mm. 1988. No, we don't need to go back. That don't need to skip through it. Skip through oh, it. Okay. Like, we, do you know how you fast forward through a DVD at times two? Yeah, that's what you're doing. Oh, okay. You want to go at times 32 okay. at least, or so, 64. So John McClane's he's a New York cop. Yeah. He's gone to visit his wife in LA. They have an argument about their marriage falling apart and her moving away. Right. And at this point, the the, the uh, building that he's in gets taken over by terrorists. An international conglomerate. An international smorgasbord. Of nasties. Of nasties, who are all quite nice. One of the great things about this movie yeah. is that every single minor character gets their own little moment to shine. Right. That's one of the things that makes it timeless. Let's carry on. Okay, here we go. I can get the jump on everybody if I get on my mom. Oh, it's that actor. Yeah, it's the guy from Ghostbusters. Yeah, the journalist. Yeah, yeah. May I please yeah, yeah. see the stories for Shirley? He's really good in Ghostbusters. No. What the fuck happened to this because guy? Because you didn't use the magic word. What is the, the magic, magic word, Bateman? Please. Because I want to know what you do here. Yeah, everything he does. Frankly, there's been a lot of wild allegations in the press, and we want to investigate possible noxious gases. Yeah, he's he's he did some good high-profile stuff. Eat it, Harvey. Yeah. Good evening. I wonder what this happened to is him. Harvey Johnson. And I'm Gail Wallens, and this is Nightline News at ten. Our top. See, he wants to cover the story. Take trip number five. Get out of here. He knows that the building's under siege because he's heard it on his little little CB radio like a child. Yeah. See, look, I, I, I mentioned last week. This guy looks great because of his hair running. Henry has a detonators. So in the eighties, you had blo- who was the uh, do- is it go- golf Dolph Lundgren, Dolph Golf London, Golf London. Is it Dolph? Dolph London. Was he called Dolph? Dolph London. He's in Rocky. Lundgren. Lundgren. I don't know. Who's blonde? No idea. I've never really, never really a, watched there's Rocky. There's a fear and distrust of blondes of the Aryan race mm. in these films. Well, it's because that's Hitler's crew, isn't it? It is Hitler's crew. Hitler's posse. He loved an Aryan. He loved an Aryan. He wasn't one, though. He wasn't. It was a bit of a d- double standard, if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's a bit like when a white guy tries to be black, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it? You know, when you see someone wearing, like, yeah. trying he, to be a rapper. Yeah, he has, like, it's like he has dreads. 
Yeah. A white guy with dreads is what Hitler was. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, interesting facts about Hitler. Apparently he escaped to South America after the war. Do you know this? I've heard, I've heard that story, yeah. Well, because South America was harboured a lot of ex-high-profile Nazis, didn't it? Yeah. They just kind of went, they, they kind of fled there and they what, what were given asylum to, like, Didn't Hitler have kids? Uh, well, can't, like his, his brothers and sisters had kids, right? Um, I have no idea. Yeah, and like they must have all had to change their name because you never come across a. No, you don't want to be the first one in primary school on your first day saying, you know, during register. Yeah, Sarah Hitler. So he goes, and you know, Jurgen, Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Hitler. Says Hitler down here, and you're just drinking, probably wet yourself. Not good for a kid. See now he knows he knows something's up. Who? McLean. What do you mean he know what do you mean he knows something's up? Like he knows that they're high that he knows that they're terrorists with money. He knows that With means. Not, yeah. The, it's wheels within wheels. The plot so thickens. You, so light him if you got him. Call me Call me Roy. See, I wouldn't have gone with Roy if I could have been called anything. I, I've been like Python. You'd say, call me Python? Cobra. No, they're both... Cobra Jack. Spasm. I'm, spasm. Call me Spasm. Call me Spasm. Johnny Spasm. Call me Johnny, Johnny Spasm, spasm yeah, the Third. That would be my punk name. <laughs> call, me, yeah. call me Johnny Spasm McGonagall yeah. the Third Esquire. Of Moshville. <laughs> call me... That would be, yeah, be, be interesting, wouldn't it? You should have gone for a really long name. I'm sorry that we don't have more Christmas treats here, Tim. What do you mean? You know, like some, you know, all the stuff you get at Christmas that yeah. you only get once a year. You've got zero fucking tinsel. No. Nope. No tree. Nope. Uh, you gave me a gift. That was pretty good. In the last Yeah, in section. the last week's issue episode. That was fun. Yeah. Um, it's a good book. You kind of shamed me while we were recording. Yeah, I did, yeah. And you left the price on it. Yeah, you, you let me know that you spent a lot of money. Not only were you the only one to buy a gift, but you spent a lot of money on it. Do you want to know how? Should we tell them how much it cost? It was twenty two pounds fifty. That's a lot of money for someone you kind of well, like. Yeah, it is. You, you know. Yeah, you, you you must feel stupid now. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, uh, every year, my mum buys those like a, those chocolates that are shaped like. In a, like they're in a stocking, right? You know, like they're in a cardboard box that's shaped like a stocking, and it's got like a twirl. Oh, a that's, chomp, oh that's sweet. Dairy milk. I like that kind of stuff. And then at the end of Christmas, there's always the galaxy caramel, of course, and the bounty. Really? Yeah. I don't mind a bounty. I don't mind a bounty. Bounties get bad. I could go. I could, you know, I think in Quality Street, the ones always left at the toffees. Mm. Everyone goes for the purple ones first. Mm. The hazel, I hazel, I like hazelnut shit. Like the toffee penny. Everyone loves the pralines. Really? Yeah. Toffee penny. Well then, you'd love it at most houses because that's the ones that... And also like the, the strawberry cream. No, the rose one is the one that gets left. Those... Like the strawberry chocolate. What the fuck's that about? Who likes that one? The strawberry one? Yeah. I think they just put it in for filler. Yeah, but they could just make more purple ones. They could. Yeah. It's like I would eat loads of wafers. Like, you know those biscuits? Yeah. Tins. If it was all pink wafers... You'd be happy. I'd be happy. It's not... A, it, Quality street. Right. Not much quality on that street. Well, it's not a street, is it, Josh? It's a, it's a flower company. It's a, a, a chocolate company. 
Yeah. Yeah. Roses. Right. They're not roses. Why are they called roses? They should be called chocolates. I'm confused. It would be like it would be like if you gave someone roses for Valentine's Day and went, "Here's some chocolates." But that's the company. It's a make. It's a no, brand. No, but it's the idea that it's giving someone. It's the gesture of giving someone a bunch of roses. You go, "Here's a bunch of roses." It's the gesture of. It's something that you give to someone for a special. It's my vape for a special just occasion. Just dropped your vape. I just dropped my vape. It's the gesture of giving someone something for a special occasion. And, right. they, and they taste like shit. Roses are horrible. Quality streets are horrible. Right. Celebrations, not too bad. Right. I like, I like the Malteser celebration tastes better than Maltesers. Have you right. noticed? It's got more chocolate around the malt. Right. Like a, a, a Malteser is circular and a celebration Malteser is, what's that, like the shape of an eye? Right. What's that shape called? An, an, an oval. An oval, yeah. Oval, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they taste a lot better because there's a deeper chocolate ratio. Back to the film. So, we are... <laughs> fucking... fuck are you talking about? Right. I'm trying to fill the time. This is a two-hour podcast. Look, it's just kicking off. This is, the, this is the longest podcast we've ever done, Tim. Yeah, yeah, but the film's kicking off. I'm trying to kill the dead space. No, but there's no dead space. Like, there's, there's a lot of dead space at if Christmas. If they're watching the film... There is. Christmas is full of dead space. If they're watching the film, then... They're, they'll be engaged. You have to go home and lie to your family yeah. about how well your life's going. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Actually, most days, Mum and Dad, I tend to just sit up in bed till 11am with biscuit crumbs in my ever-growing yeah. belly. I just say things vague like, oh, this and that, ups and downs, and then I cut myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just in front of them. Right, so... Stockbroker got depressed. We're ready for you, Chief. I love that line. So that guy... You know what stockbrokers are like? Little, little, little side fact for you. In this scene... There's mm. a police officer in the background. Mm-hmm. That guy who says, we're ready for you, Chief. Mm-hmm. And he is the police officer in Die Hard 3 who gets shot and the guy takes his badge. Right. And he's got one line in this movie and then they, they bring him back they got for Die with a Vengeance and he's a, he's, he's a higher grade like, police officer. Was it, in the Die Hard films, yeah. was this the best film? Mm-hmm. Because the last film was the worst film. And we went when, to see that at the cinema. Was it the one, do you know when Bruce Willis was promoting it and he looked just like he wanted to kill himself? Yeah. Was it that film? So there's five Die Hard films, but if for Die Hard fans, there are three Die Hard films. But for actual Die Hard fans, there's only one. Okay, so right? this is the first one. So Die Hard 1 is flawless. The screenplay is great. It, it still looks brilliant. Like it's a, still a great story with a great twist. It's a beautiful movie. The second Die Hard film is acceptable but it it carbon copies the first one too much right right the third one is great because they bring Samuel L. Jackson in and he revives the whole movie and he makes it great it was there's this Die Hard with a Vengeance see this is this is sorry sorry to go back to the film here for a second this is a great example of all the characters having what I was saying earlier that every character has a a minor moment to shine so John McClane is running Oh yeah, he's running... They're bringing in the SWAT team. Alright, so he's looking out the window to see the SWAT team approach. Yeah. So Die Hard 3 was originally called Simon Says. Yeah. You see, go back a bit. Oh, you can't go back no, a bit. can't go back. See, when the light hits the camera lens, yeah. you know, you see it's an oval, not a circle. Oh, interesting. That, that's what's anamorphic. See? The, yeah, yeah. See, so, the SWAT team guy see, runs through the, the rose bushes yeah. and pricks his finger. Okay. Fine. Great little moment of comedy. Okay. And then here's another great little moment of comedy coming up. This guy, the 
I'm gonna say Japanese terrorist. Well, you're really, yeah, I mean, you're really... He's Japanese, right? I don't know. I think he's Japanese. That's one thing that makes me nervous, is guessing ethnicities. Mm -hmm. It's quite a hard thing, because I really don't know what most people look like. And then he grabs the chocolate bar, Um, see? See, everyone gets their little moment. Sorry to go back to it. Die Hard 3, originally called Simon Says, and then they adapted it and turned it into Die Hard with a Vengeance. Right. It wasn't actually written to be a Die Hard film, but I think Bruce Willis read it and was like, yeah, that could be a good Die Hard movie. Hells yeah. And then they bring Samuel Jackson in, who really made the film great. And John McTiernan, who directed this one, comes back for the third one. Right. And it's the aesthetic's very similar. It still looks great. They change the story enough. They make it like trapped in a city rather than trapped in a building, you know? Yeah. And then four and five are just fucking dreadful movies. Kevin Smith. <laughs> Kevin Smith wrote a lot of Die Hard 4. Oh, really? Yeah. Kevin Smith of Slackers fame. Slackers? Did he write Slackers? That no. was his first film, Kevin Smith. No, it wasn't Clerks. No, he wrote Slackers. I don't I think I don't even know there's a movie called Slackers. There is. It wasn't Kevin Smith. So he did Clerks. And he then did he Clerks, did um, and he did more rats. Oh that's it. And he and did then Chasing he, Amy. Oh yeah. And then he did Dogma. Dogma. That's and then one. he's done a bunch of films since. That Yoga, film he Yoga had, Hoses. Um, he did one called I think Tusk. Right. Yeah. There you go. Right, now they're sending in the SWAT team. Do you know how SWAT teams move in films? Right? You, I see, like... I think soldiers move differently in different in different countries. I saw footage of, like... When they were storming uh, a building to get Pablo Escobar, right? Mm. These, these special forces officers in South America uh, were, like... In Colombia, were, like... They, they were, like, dancers... They weren't like moving, like hunkered down. They were like leaping over things, like parkour experts. I don't know where I'm going with this, but you know, I just think the way the military move in films is different from when. Uh... Oh fuck me! Let's keep going. I don't know what I'm talking about. Are you a bit drunk? Yeah, I've had a few. <laughs> I'm on my. How many fourth... beers have you I'm, had? I'm on my fourth beer now. Oh boy. Now, see, Hans Gruber there says, he says, don't kill them, just, like, just injure them. Again, another reason to like the bad guy. I'm just trying to recognise some of these actors. Okay, now they're sending The police have themselves an RV! Oh, that's great, look at that. You see all the light, the oval of the light. Yeah. What does that mean? That means it's anamorphic. So the lens flare, is that what it's called? No, that's lens flare, with the, the, but the, the lens flare is oval, uh-huh. not circular, because the camera lens is circular. What you're seeing there is the lens, uh-huh. but the, the, the um, distortion in the lens. So okay. anamorphic bends light in to the sensor, so it crams more in to the sensor, and then uh-huh. it's stretched out afterwards. So that's Vigo from Ghostbusters. Oh, so no way. Pushing the missile. There he is. I'm really enjoying... That isn't him. That, no, wait for it. That guy. That's Vigo. No. That's Vigo. Look. That's not... He is Vigo. Oh, that's Vigo. You're okay. like, you like the buzzing of flies to him. Sorry. Yeah, Vigo, I, I the scourge confused. of Carpathia, the sorrow of Moldavia. I, I thought you meant the other guy, not Vigo. Yeah. Who's in Alimobile. Death is but a port... When time is but a portal, I'll be back. Is When they cover him in sticky pink 
No, that's not Vigo. That's Janusz. Yes. That's Jan. Oh, Janusz was in Ali. Janusz was in. Yeah. Yeah. Why am I dripping with goo? Yeah. Where are you from, Johnny? The Upper West Side. Yeah. But they gave um, who was the black actor in Ghostbusters? Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. They gave him more to do in the second one, didn't they? But in the first one, yeah, he, he was well, he just wasn't there in, to be black. Yeah, he wasn't in any. He of had no lines yeah. really. He, well, he says, "God, I love this town." And he, he nails every line he has. If there's a steady paycheck in it. I'll believe yeah. anything you say. He fucking nails everything yeah. he gets. But all I'm saying is just that he's there. He's making up the numbers a bit isn't he? In, in that film. I do wonder sometimes whether they cast him because they needed a black guy in the film. But he he's great in Ghostbusters too, though. No, he is great. And he's in the posters. Ghostbusters 1, they marketed it just as, as the three guys. Oh, yeah. Dan Alcroyd, Harold Ramis. Ramis, yeah. And, and, and Planet Earth's uncle, Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He's, he is the world's uncle. Him and Attenborough. Can you imagine sitting down no, with No, Attenborough's his... everyone's granddad. Dad. Yeah. Yeah. When he goes, people are going to lose their oh, shit. Oh, my God. Can people stop telling me to watch Blue Planet? I, I, I get it. I get it. No, you don't. No, do oh, you? there's some animals, and then they look at that, and then they die, and then well, some. There, there, some well, are there cute. Are, first of all, it's it, it's all in the ocean, and the you're seeing things that no one's ever seen before. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you're seeing biodiversity, which makes the mind boggle, and yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah, don't care. Well, you know, there's a seal. You're the reason it's all you know gonna gonna end horribly. So let's carry on. Oh, see, force just gone off. Yeah. They use the artillery on us! Big flame coming up the... That's a great effect. Apparently they had to continually apologise uh, while making this because they were still using the building. They were filming in the building and people were just working. What? So like, they had like five floors of the, of the building that they were shooting in. But the other like the 20 fox. floors of the building were just yeah. people working. So they were constantly having to butter up the staff to be like, sorry guys, we know you're doing accounts for when Harry met Sally. Yeah. But we need to blow up this thing, so bear with us. Yeah. Yeah. We've had an update on the terrorist takeover of the Nakatomi building. Sources say the terrorist leader Hans, maybe this man Hans Gruber, Hans. a member of the radical West German Volksfrei movement. Strangely, the Volksfrei leadership issued a communique an hour ago stating that Gruber had been expelled from that organization. Al, Al, do you copy? Are you alright? <laughs> yeah, I'm Shit just got real. <laughs> you, you're, you're starting to look quite drunk, Tim. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. That's why I said shit just got real. I yeah. wasn't really talking. Yeah, I know. I wasn't really talking about the film. <laughs> Do you think in an emergency circumstance right now you could still drive proficiently? Um, in an emergency? Yeah, let's say I died right now. Well, what do you mean? You, if, I, if I suddenly collapsed right now, how would you get me to a hospital in the state? It's not you even, had a seizure? Well, no, I just collapsed. And you're like, Josh... You just went limp. Oh my God, Josh, wake up. You went wake limp. Up. Do you yeah. stop, have you stopped breathing? No, I'm, I'm still breathing, but I'm bleeding out my nose. And my eyes. Well, I'd, I'd ring the non-emergency number and say, listen... Shall I ring 999? You wouldn't immediately call 999? No, because I would like to give myself plausible deniability for when you, you know, I want, I want to create enough possibility of you dying, but also have a, a case for the defence. 
I was, I was confused. I rang the wrong number. What, so they didn't think that you'd killed me? Yeah. No, ring 999. They'd, they'd, they'd come and go, Hello, Josh, can you hear me? They'd do, they'd do the voice that paramedics and policemen do to drunk people or people who are barely conscious. Hello? Hi, Josh, can you hear me? Would you, could you lift your arm for me, please? If you had to kill me right How's now. How's your career going, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> what if they start asking really irrelevant and penetrating questions? <laughs> yeah. Okay, just, just, okay, we're just going to lift you onto the gurney now. Do you think you'd be happier if you'd accomplished more at this point in your life? Yeah. Um, he just did a line of coke, back to the movie. Oh, great, I love this guy so much. He just does coke and looks really smarmy all the time. And he says, Spreckens you talk. Hey, oh yeah. Hey, Spreckens you talk. He thinks he's uh, a master. Here he goes. What does he want? It's not what I want. It's what I can give you. Ah, oh, Rickman, just a look. A little it's look. It's fantastic, isn't it? Boy, let's be straight, okay? It's obvious you're not some dumb schmuck up here to snatch a few purses, am I right? You're very perceptive. <laughs> I watch 60 Minutes, I say to myself, these guys are professional, they're motivated, they're happening, i.e. they want something, huh? <laughs> personally, I couldn't care less about your politics. Maybe you're pissed off at the camel jockeys, Racist. the heaves, Northern Ireland, it's none of my business. I figure but this is like what happens with, with when, when a character is going to die. The writing, you have to do something in the writing to make that death okay. Yeah. <laughs> and like, here's a classic example of that. Okay, just to this scene, like, he's not particularly likable, he's done coke, but let's have him be completely racist. Yeah. And, and, and just, you know, and that, anti-Semitic. And but, then when he dies, everyone will be But like, what's oh. so great about this guy is everyone's met this guy. And everyone... You know, like was, someone wearing like snakeskin shoes at a party... Yeah. You know, talking about how he bought a jet ski in the Maldives and just left it there. <laughs> just left it, I left it on the beach. You know? Yeah, I had my I fun with it. I found this, yeah, I had my fun with it. I had my it. fun with it. I had these two girls riding on the back in bikinis. One was yellow, one was orange. We got a yacht for the day. I had to fly home to make some business plans. I thought, fuck it, I'll leave the jet ski on the beach. You know, it's not a big deal. 13 grand for me is a is, is nothing. It's nothing. Yeah. People have fun. I want people to have fun. You know, that's what I'm all about. He just hit you on the shoulder yeah. a bit too hard. It's what I'm all about. Fun, huh? You want some fun, huh? You got any coke? <laughs> Seriously, you got any coke? <laughs> you got any coke? Uh, yeah, I like the idea that you just left a jet ski or gave it to an old washerwoman. Yeah. I just said, keep it. You know, when I was six years old, I was on a beach. And uh, I didn't grow up in England. I grew up in Malaysia. Yeah. And they obviously had different rules. I was playing on the beach with my sister when I was six years old. And a guy... Yep. walked out who who ran the bar that we were at with a with a basket full of puppies and just started drowning them. <laughs> you believe that? That's true. How old were you? Six. <laughs> it's not funny. Oh my god. That explains so much. There we go, let's continue. John McLean. Oh. Nope. The New York police department. Hans has figured out who he is. Get on the phone to Harry in here. Come on, baby. Got it. Sister Teresa called me Mr. McLean in third grade. My friends call me John. You're neither shithead. Great. Someone who wants to talk to you. A very special friend. A very special friend who was with you at the party. John Boy. Hey, John Boy. John Boy. Hey, John Boy. <laughs> He's such a dick. He's so good. 
God bless this guy. Listen, John, give me a few minutes to try to talk some sense into you. I know you think you're doing your job, John, and I can appreciate that, but you're just dragging this thing out. Now look, no one gets out of here until these guys can talk to the L.A. police, and that just ain't gonna happen until you stop messing up the works, capisce? Alice, what have you told them? Alice, what have you told them? I told them we were old friends and you were my guest at the party. Alice, you shouldn't be doing this. Tell me about it. Mm. I love that he orders a Coke. It's such a great little like, fucking comedy nuance yeah. joke. Just a little... All right, John, and then the guy pours it for him. It's brilliant. Like, you just they, they write it so well to rally everyone into wanting him dead yeah I know everyone the audience want him dead like all the people in that room want him dead yeah. like the guys have to go fetch him a coca-cola like like he's just been and, and, and they didn't uh, what's it called is it is it a Brechtian thing where you what? don't see the um, the exposition so he's obviously turned to one of them and gone can you get me a coke but you don't see that bit I uh, know you I just see yeah. him bring the coke in and then, and then uh, yeah you, then know, you, you see the point for when you put it together yourself John. Shut up, Belichick. We're really clever, aren't we? <laughs> Put Hans back on the line. Hans, this shithead does not know what kind of man you are, but I do. Listen. Good. Then you'll give us what we want and save your friend's life. You're not part of this equation this time you realize that. Hey, what am I, method actor Hans? Put away the gun. Put away the gun. This is radio, not television. <laughs> <laughs> this asshole is not my friend. I just met him tonight. I don't know him. Jesus Christ, Belichick. People are going to kill you. Tell them you don't know me. John, how can you say that after all these years, huh? John. John. Sweating. Here we go. And also, a great... <laughs> a great thing about that scene as well is the lighting in the office is very friendly, isn't it? It's very yeah. Christmassy in that room. Look, it's never threatening in there. And it's never executive neon lighting. It's very warm colours. Yeah. To make the audience feel at ease, and, and then obviously you know it's it's unnerving, isn't it? You, you're right, mate. Yeah, I'm all right. I need hang on. Let me just angle the microphone my direction a bit more because I'm listing like an old shit. Don't you see? Can't you read between the lines? So what's happening now? What's the name of this guy? Al Powell. Al, the character's name is Al. Al Powell. Al Powell. You tell this partner of yours, Powell, to stay the hell out of this from now on. You hear me? Because if he doesn't, I'm going to nail him, boy. I'm really going to nail his ass now. The man is hurting. This is a great bit. tired, and he hasn't seen diddly squat from anybody down here. Now, you're going to stand there and tell me that he's going to give a damn about what you do to him if he makes it out of there alive? Why don't you wake up and smell what you shovel in? You listen to me, Sergeant. Right. Anytime you want to go home, you consider yourself dismissed. No, sir. You couldn't drag me away. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. There's so much going on. Explain. That was a fairly straightforward argument. Yeah, but it was just, I just love that there's drama everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I love that his name is Dwayne as well. I'm not the one who just got butt fucked on national TV, Dwayne. <laughs> I want to avoid further loss of life. This is great. He makes up this whole thing, doesn't he, to throw them off. Throw them off the scent. The following people are to be released from their captors. 
In Northern Ireland, the seven members of the new Provo Front. In Canada, the five imprisoned leaders of Liberté de Québec. In Sri Lanka, the nine members of the Asian Dawn. The Asian Dawn? I read about it in Time magazine. When these revolutionary brothers and sisters are free, the hostages in this building will be taken to the roof and they will accompany us in helicopters to the Los Angeles International Airport where they will be given further instructions. You have two hours to comply. Wait, wait a minute, uh, Mr. Gruber. Uh, this is crazy. I, I, I don't have the authority. I, I can't authorize. Two hours is not enough. Hello? Hello? Gutted. Yeah, did you get all that? Let's go. We got to make some calls. Do you think they'll even try to do it? Who cares? Fantastic. So you know that it's a ruse. You know that he's he's not. He, you know that he doesn't want those people freed. He's just trying to. Yeah. So what's he doing then? He's just trying to throw them off the scent. And what's what's he actually after? What's our, what's Rickman after? He's after the money in the vault. What, oh, the vault in the building. Yes, it was explained earlier. All right. But I'm... you were only one beer in then. No, you're just talking a lot of shit about how the lighting was warm. And how that is a counterpoint to the savagery of the villains. And I didn't really give a shit. So um, I missed it. Uh, what are the biggest things that happened this year? Oh, oh I know. Uh, well, um, Prince Harry got engaged. He did. To a mixed race girl. To, is it Meghan Markle? Meghan Markle. It's Meghan Markle. Maggie Markle? And everyone, everyone again. Who is Meghan Markle? I think she's an actress. She related to Angela Markle. I don't know. Oh. She's an actress. So she was in, what was she in? TV and shit. Just like American telly and shit. Like soaps. She's quite young. I think she's in her 20s. Yeah, he, Harry's not going to go for a 30-year-old, is he? How old's Harry? I, I don't know. I think it's Harry... He's probably mid-30s, isn't he? Is it not a big Early? thing that he's yeah. marrying a, a mixed-race person? Well, no one's mentioned it. I've seen it a lot. But no one really gives a shit about Harry. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, he can do what he wants. You know. I mean, let's. I mean, he dressed up as a Nazi. Did he? Do you not remember that fancy oh, yeah. dress party? He was very. Con- yeah, yeah. He dressed up as a Nazi. Yeah. Every now and again, you get someone who does something crazy. Who is it? There's a a footballer who blacked up recently. Oh my god. Anton Griezmann. He plays for um, Atletico Madrid, and he tweeted out this picture of him because he went he went to this fancy dress party as an NBA basketball player. So he had this massive like fro wig on. Completely blacked up head to toe. It's a full body shot in like basketball gear, and it literally took it took him an hour to take it down. <laughs> Can you imagine when you do that? He must have been so confident that it wasn't going to backfire because he must have just not looked at his phone for an hour. Because as soon as it, it went out, people were like, "Dude, what, could you take that down? Seriously, take that down." His manager, everyone else, like, "What's going on?" Ding, 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 ding on his phone. But what? Probably went for a sauna. But what's interesting about that is that it's not the tweeting it, it's every single process, like going to the wig shop, going to JJB Sports. Yeah, yeah. He really constructed Going his, to Foot Locker. He's racist. Going to wherever you buy black up makeup from. Like, where, like he had to research, like, how do I black up? Like, how, how do you, yeah. How exactly. Do you, I don't how do know you how black you, up? I don't know what you'd use. I, I have no what idea. What would you use? No. Shoe polish? No, that's toxic. That'd be really smelly, wouldn't it? Yeah, they used to use shoe polish as torture, didn't they? Back in the, in the war, like a primitive form of torture, they would heat it up and then put it on people's bollocks. 
<laughs> it's so full of shit. It's true. No, that's true. No, it's not true. It was a form of torture. Oh, did you know? Because uh, you could apply that to any substance. It's like, oh, do you hear? Um, yeah, um, flower vases were a form of torture. Just heal up. Someone's bollocks. Mate, if you heat anything up and put it on someone's bollocks, <laughs> it, it's torture. It doesn't matter what the thing is. You could heat up anything and put it on someone's bollocks, and it meets the definition of torture. <laughs> No, but I think shoe polish was more readily available in the war. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. well then... Then vases. Oh, it's an interesting thing about shoe polish. If, you know, used to heat it up and put it on people's bollocks to torture them. Yeah. I suppose all soldiers had it, right? Well, Is that why they did it? I don't think all soldiers had I don't think in their rations it was like bread, water, shoe polish. You don't eat shoe polish, so it wouldn't be in your rations. Each trench or each like battalion would have polish because... They really have to re- be presentable. Yeah, it's very important yeah. for the for the morale of the troops. Well, maybe it wasn't in, in the war. Maybe it was. Maybe it's in b- barracks. Right. That the soldiers would like bully other soldiers. I've definitely seen. Well, it. there's fracking, isn't there? What's, Not, no, 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 fragging. 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 Fragging is when you put like uh, oh. soap bars in a sock. Yeah, and, and whack hit it someone over. so they don't bruise. Is that right? Yeah. Have you seen uh, a few good men? Uh, I have not seen a few good men. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Oh, Jack Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it. Well, it's about like soldiers who in barracks who give this soldier who was like he had like um, asthma and he was like he would fall behind in jogs and everyone was getting pissed off with him. So one night they do a code, what's called a code red on him. So they frag him and they kill him by accident. That's what the whole film's about. Oh, there you what, go. With batteries in a sock. Yeah, I think they, they put soap in a sock. And that kills him. Well, they, they gave him enough internal injuries that he, he accidentally died, yeah. Oh, and then Tom Cruise gets very emotional in the courtroom. Wait, and goes, I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. And oh, I go, thought that was and Jack Nicholson. He goes, that. L. Ron Hubbard's the truth. That's the bit they left out. <laughs> L. Ron Hubbard's the truth. And then he goes, Thetan and the whole thing. Uh, the, biggest, uh, the biggest movies of 2017. You ready? You ready for the list? Oh yeah, hit me. Tell me if you've seen any of these films. Oh, hang on. Before you say that, this is the scene. We're the scene this now. This is we're now at uh, Hans Gruber meets. This is where Hans Gruber and McLean meet. Yeah. And he's pretending. To, oh, he's doing an American accent, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Got invited to the Christmas party by mistake. Oh no. <laughs> you don't work for not done. <laughs> yeah. Better be caught your pants down, huh? <laughs> that's Hans Gruber noticing that he's not wearing shoes yep and they look at his bare feet and he says better than being caught with your pants down I'm John McClain planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're, uh... Clay. Bill, Clay. Oh. Now you just hang on, Bill. Spent a weekend at a combat ranch. You know that game where the guns that shoot red paint? Everything's kind of stupid to you. Nope. That's not a real thing, Bill. And John McClane's giving him a gun. He's giving a gun to the enemy. But what, what he's no is that McClane's way ahead. Mm-hmm. I got this pull the trigger. Tense moment, he's pointing a gun at Bruce Willis. And give me my For such a well thought out plan. He really didn't anticipate someone stealing the only bag of detonators, did he? No, it didn't. It you always should have standbys. The crucial aspect of your plan. I've got a detonator in my pocket right now. Me too. I always carry one. Wallet, just, just phone, case. house key, TV that chewing gum, detonator. Chewing gum. <laughs> yeah. Detonators, huh? I already used all the explosives. But did I? I got count to three. Yeah. Like you do with Takagi. Oops. No bullets. Fucking stupid hands. You were saying? Oh. Uh oh. Gunfire. Heavy gunfire. The Aryans have arrived with their, <clears throat> their floppy hair. Okay, so. One's dead. He just shot one of them. They're having a big fight. He's running away. What are the top films? Uh, biggest films of the year Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With a gay character. So Josh Gad plays get well. He he doesn't he doesn't have sex with anyone because who's the who's the lead the handsome guy Lumiere yeah Lumiere's the lead so that's no no by Lumiere's Walsh. the candle that's Ian yeah yeah, yeah no no but the the um, the main guy is the very handsome prince guy the beast is it the beast yes the beast Tim what am I thinking of there was one with Josh Gad who plays a gay character and everyone got really. Really upset about it. Why? Not upset, but it was like everyone got liberals got very excited about it, and you know the Kremlin got disgusted by it because <laughs> they hate gays. But uh, Putin, he, he's, he's, Putin's quite homoerotic, even though he doesn't like. Was that? I haven't seen it. All right, so I haven't seen it. Go on. What's the other one? Wonder Woman with um, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal waiting for Gal Gadot. Waiting for Gal Gadot. Yeah. Have you seen that? Nope. Um, I don't like superhero films. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? <sighs> that feels like a sci-fi fantasy. You seen it? Nope. Spider-Man Homecoming. This is amazing. The top four films of the year are all Marvel. Um, so these are the t- highest grossing films? Yeah. Not critically acclaimed? No, these are the biggest movies Not Rotten Tomatoes? No. Yeah. Um, no. I, that's got that new... Act- He's a British actor in that one. He's the new Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, apparently he's very good. Because they said that the other guy was too old. 
Who was the last guy? Garfield. No, that's a cat. Yeah, but Garfield, yeah, auditioned. Did he? <laughs> no, he did. Andrew Garfield. Hello, oh, yeah. Um, and uh, Thor Ragnarok. So they're all superhero films. Uh, well, this is these are just the biggest films of the year. Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Okay, that's the one just out. Yeah, I don't think that's the last Jedi personally. I don't. I think that might. I think ruin, there'll be more. I think that might ruin their franchise. <laughs> I've got a suspicion there's a procession of Jedi's. <laughs> I just, I didn't go. I just, I find it impossible to get excited about it now. This because now that you know that there's like twenty more Star Wars films scheduled. Yeah, it, it kind of makes it less special. Do you know what I mean? Like if you, I like creme brulee, right? Right. I like that. It's a, it's, it's a fun dessert because you crack the thing. Yeah. And then it's got the someone's well, burnt it. A pro, you have, so why is that fun? Well, well I like it because you, you it's crack the it. process of cracking it like an right. egg. Right. And then you eat the cream inside. Right. If someone gave me that every day, I'd stop giving a shit after a while. Right. So with the Star Wars thing, it's like, oh, there's another one. It's like, great. And then we're doing one that's not associated to the story. Oh, that's interesting. And then there's another one. Oh, great. Everyone, all the main characters are dead now. You know, it's just, I just, I'm stop. I, it's impossible to care. And there's so many like merchandising things they make with them. Like there's little, there's the little puffins in this one, the Porgs. What? You know like they have the Ewoks. Ewoks. Yeah, they've got new Ewoks called Porgs. Porgs. Yeah. Right. And it's just such a blatant merchandise thing. Of course, yeah. 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 It's yeah, just... yeah, yeah. I think it's very weird when um, I, I, you have I, people who are dead in films. So Carrie Fisher shows up, I think. Yeah, and she doesn't die. Well, in she it. died this. No, year. she doesn't die in this film. Oh, so, so they use all the footage? Apparently, she's the, still alive. I mean, I don't... Or, or, do you know what they probably do? Because, like, in the other in the first recent film... You're talking they, about Rogue One now. You're not talking uh, about The Force Oh, Rogue yeah, you're yeah. right. You're yeah. right. They reconstruct, they completely... I didn't... T- they completely re- recreate... Yeah, her out of CGI. Not her. It's yeah, a guy. They make a young Leia. Oh, no. no at the end. Yeah, okay, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the, the one of the British yeah. actors. They mapped... The dead guy's face onto another actor's face. Oh, hang on a minute. This is a great bit. All right. What the hell are you talking about, man? There's something to get you on the street. What's the matter? You don't think McLean and Al Powell having a heart to heart? Is this is this the bit? I shot a kid. No. This is the bit of the film where it. Yeah. The doubt. The moment of doubt before the triumph, right? I had an accident. When you drive, I can see why. What'd you do? Run over your I shot a kid. <laughs> <laughs> he was 13 years old. Oh, it was dark. I couldn't see him. He had a ray gun look real enough. You know, when you're a rookie, they can teach you everything about being a cop except how to live with a mistake. Great line. That bit is, feels a bit forced. Yeah. Oh, no, it's very cheesy. That's why I love it. Do you think when they wrote the new Star Wars film, they... They wrote it and then someone came back with like notes. Yeah. And they went, yeah, here's the main note. We need more things that we can turn into products to sell. Yeah. So can we have a new one of we the, can, can, a yeah. new lightning sword? Can we have an alien that looks like an iPhone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apple are very keen on this alien that looks like their, their iPhone 7X. Is there, any, is there any chance that Luke, Luke can just pull out Angry Birds at some point? It's like a vintage game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you can use it to train the new girl. Yes. About how to be a Jedi. 
could we just have like a graphic of the McDonald's arches yeah. for five minutes in the middle of the film? What if? What if? What if? Just hold on, that right, master. Just put this out there. They're driving along in, in the space motorway in the Millennium, whatever. What's it called? Millennium. Yeah, that Millennium, one. Right? Yeah, Fulton. And they go. Oh, I'm hungry. Oh, you know what I want? I want some space nuggets. And they just stop. Right. And they stop at a, a muck drive-through in the sky. Right. And then they just have to. They order some uh, well, fillet of fish. Never get the fillet of fish. It's the best burger. No. I love the fillet. All the people that work at McDonald's say don't get the fillet of fish. Why? Because hardly anyone orders it and fish just sits there and if a fish sits there for long enough you're going to get food poisoning, baby. I've never had food poisoning from a fillet. Fillet of fish is the worst thing to order on the menu for your health. Do you know where the, do you know where it comes from, the fillet? Where does a fish come from? No, it was so... Are all, you asking me where a fish comes from? All the McDonald's were franchised right when they first opened and in Cincinnati had a very uh, strong Catholic population. On Fridays, they would eat fish, not meat. So the so the McDonald's in Cincinnati would lose all of its customers on a Friday. Oh! So the guy calls up Ray Kroc, who's the the, the guy who bought McDonald's, and goes, Ray Kroc, what a great name! He's not the inventor; he's the guy who bought it off the McDonald's brothers. World famous bastard, right? When did Kroc croak? <laughs> Kroc croaked uh, when he got broke. Kroc croak broke. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he calls up Ray Kroc and he goes, "Hey, I've invented a burger. Uh, it's, uh, it's a, it's a. <laughs> no one invents a burger, but go on. It's a brioche bun, fried fish, and cheese to to get the Catholics in, so I don't lose my Friday sales." And Ray Kroc goes, "That's a good idea. I'll drive out and taste it." So he drives out, tastes it, and he goes, "Whack a slice of cheese in there." And the guy goes, "This is, this is a, a fish burger. Fish and cheese don't go together ever." And Ray Kroc goes. Whack a slice of cheese in there, and he goes. But I whack a slice of fucking cheese in that fish tartar sauce and brioche burger, you little shit! Or oh, God help me, whack a slice of cheese in there. Right. So he does it. You wax it in. Wax it in. Then what? And then they have a nationwide competition to yeah. pick the best new McDonald's burger, and they had the fillet of fish and a deep fried pineapple burger. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bold. And the fillet won, hands down. And that's how well, that's yeah, how it joins the na- the national menu. First of all, so so of all, wait. So yeah. to conclude, yes, a lot of people, you know, you could argue what the Catholic Church has done that's bad. You know, like they oh. they don't pay any tax. They love little boys, right? However, in the plus column, gave us the fillet. Yeah, so yeah, thank you, Catholics. But, but, you know, you know. If you if you're anti-religion and you enjoy fillet of fish, you're a hypocrite. You are. You should have a take a look at yourself in the mirror and, and wipe the food from your fat face. Right. Here we go. They're opening the safe. So this is the whole idea. Rickman wants to get into this safe. Oh, it's opening. All the bullion is in there. I assume. Yep. Christmas film. It is a Christmas film. There you go. We are stealing gold bullion in Die Hard. The villains are winning our Christmas. The FBI showed up. 
We shut them down. We let them sweat for a while, then we give them helicopters. Right up the ass. Right up the ass. Right up the ass. I like that guy. Right up right the ass. Is that you, Johnson? <laughs> no, the other one. See, that's another oh, little a little yeah. bit of comedy gold is that both the FBI agents are called Agent Johnson. So every time one of them picks up the phone, he goes, this is Agent Johnson. No, the other one. Oh, okay. It's such a little detail. Most action films don't have that subtle layer of comic nuance. You talk to the FBI. FBI. This is Special Agent Johnson of the FBI. The State Department has arranged for the return of your comrades. Helicopters are on route, as you requested. I hear you. They're ready. Let me figure this out. I'm going to get a body bag. Down the roof, they spend a month sifting through the rubble, and by the time they figure out what went wrong, we're going to be on a beach. Sitting on a beach. Okay. Oh, he doesn't really do a villainous laugh in this, does he? No, not to the very end. Go, Mwah-ha! No, he does when he goes, when he goes, yippee ki yay, I'm here, John. Another, we have another heartfelt moment here. Listen, man, I'm starting to get a bad feeling up here. I want you to do something for me. Um, I want you to find my wife. Don't ask me how, by then you'll know how. Uh, I want you to tell her something. Great. I want you to tell her that. Um, I still don't forgive her. <laughs> tell her it took me a while to figure out uh, what a jerk I've been. Oh, but, um, Bruce, Roy, that, John. I mean, he has to tell her a lot of shit now. Yeah. He's like, fucking... It's like, he's t- it's a long speech. Do you, know what, like... do you know what, John? Do you know what, John? Let me get a pen. Yeah, let me exactly. get a pen. You know what? Exactly. If you die, I don't want to have to fucking do... Secret... Clear, up yeah. your, clear up the messes of your of your troubled marriage. You want me to do that for you? It's a beautiful speech. You want me to give your wife closure. That's yeah. what you want. You, you want me to give your wife, who you've been married to... Cl- let me get a pen. Yeah. I'll go, get, I'll go get you a fucking pen, John. Because he's just going to paraphrase the speech. It's I'm... a very beautiful speech. You should write it down verbatim. You should be able to deliver it to her. Basically, it's imagine not him having to tell her. Can that. you just tell my wife? It's not just tell my wife. Yeah. If it's like two pages, imagine that. Like if he died, and <laughs> it's he had like, to... could you do me a favor and tell my wife? Imagine if he had to find her and be like, "Hey, so I have a message from your husband." It was <laughs> yeah, he's trying uh, to rack his okay, brain. Um, uh, okay, he said that you're the best. When thing things were panning out for you, you. that he was not. The... Oh, no, 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 that's not. He said this has something to do with. He was the way he's he a said. Bum. He's a bum. No, yeah, a he, bum said, like yeah he said that. He said he's, he's a bum. bum. He's a bum. He said he was 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 a bum. Right. He said he was a bum. I don't he, know what that meant though. Um, uh, uh, it, was it no, no, to any no, no, the way he said it. No, no. He said it really poetically. He said he said he loves you and he's sorry, but he never said he loves you. No, no. He said he said no, no. I got it. I got it. Stop, stop crying. Stop crying. Stop crying. Let me let me get it out. Yeah. Get it. He says, "You he, left, and he, he's a bum. He's a bum. 
I think so that's it. I think that's heard, the headline. You'd heard yeah. you, he's heard you say, I'm sorry, but he's... No, he's heard you say, I love you a thousand times. He never heard you say, sorry. Right. And he's sorry. Yeah. Stop crying. Do you want to... I mean, I know you're a bit... Is it a bit soon? Do you want to go for dinner? Is this he, too soon? Too soon. I think he mentioned bum. Oh, C4 on the roof. Great band. C4 on the roof. <laughs> Double cross. Classic double cross. Oh, it's that's the guy. That's the guy whose brother, brother John McClane killed, killed, and now okay, he's got so, a gun yeah. in John McClane's mouth. So he's gonna do that villain thing where he wants to savor the revenge and yeah. then he'll end up fucking it all. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So his you know his hubris will lead to his downfall. He could just kill him now, couldn't he? Just shoot him. He's literally shoot got him. a gun, gun in his mouth. Yeah, shoot McLean. There's di- literally a gun different in film. his mouth. Different film. And right then the now. cop has to go tell the wife he's a bum. <laughs> <laughs> that would, the rest of the film is that. Yeah. See? Oh, they really missed a trick. Now they're fighting. See? There you go, now now it's all coming together. Come home. Oh no, is that her daughter? Yeah. Awful. And now that's how Hans Gruber figures out that she's the mum. This is a Look at how flamboyantly he shoots that. Look at that. Yeah. He does that. He fires that gun like Travolta in Saturday Night. Dude, you, you don't you don't go to the ROC for as long Saturday as he Night did Night. without getting a bit of seventies, you know, verve. You're so drunk right now. No, no, I was just he was at the ROC. Yeah, but you, you you're hammered. I've had a few. Do you want to? Is there any like? internal Christmas sadness you want to talk about I haven't really eaten anything today so no I bought you some pretzels and I gave you a mince pie and I bought you a Christmas present Jesus Christ yeah okay so McLean is punching the blondie yeah so he kills two brothers McLean two brothers McLean that's what his mafia name is you mean two brothers McLean he's a bomb you see this shot of them in a helicopter are they actually in a helicopter no, I doubt it. I think Do you think so? I think it's more likely they're in a film studio oh. on a lot. Those are actual helicopters, though. That's pretty awesome. Yes, those are actual helicopters. That's pretty stunning. See, this is why CGI has ruined cinema. Because nowadays that would just be CGI, wouldn't it? Yep. I fucking hate CGI. When has it ever made a film good? Apart from, like, maybe Sin City. Well, it's made films good that you don't notice it. I think CGI occurs in films on a small scale I think that's where it should be used do you know what I mean like what name one moment well, in a that's, film well the, that's because I haven't noticed it that's good CGI it's CGI you notice is bad CGI that's my point I'm just getting a bit this is why I don't like all these Marvel films is because you watch them and it's like oh I'm, I'm literally just watching a computer game right is he just taking a bullet in the back yep so McLean gets he has he's been shot in the back his feet are cut up he just got shot in the back his feet are cut up, right? 
He's been shot in the back. He's had his nose broken. And most damning of all, he misses his wife. Now, this is a big fight scene. Here we go. Okay. Listen, this is... Did we miss the line where he goes, oh, I'm going to cook you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to cook yeah. you. I'm going to fucking eat you. Did we miss that line? I don't know. Here we go. Here's the obligatory 80s boob shot of uh, McLean's wife. After... It's a great line. Speeches, you're nothing but a common thief. I am an exceptional thief, Mrs. McLean, and since I'm moving after kidnapping, you should be more polite. See, why is her, why are her boobs suddenly out? What was that? Uh, here was we it? go. Here's the great line. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great line. I didn't realise that line. Oh, happened. that's the true the true meaning of Christmas. The true meaning of Christmas is killing someone, cooking someone, and fucking eating someone. If you take one lesson home from this, the greatest Christmas movie of all time, it's kill, cook, eat. Yeah. I mean, think of the, the, these boys' poor mother. I'm sure... It's like Austin Powers. Nobody ever stops to think about the life <laughs> of a henchman. No. <laughs> But mom, since dad left, Steve's been like a father to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was in junior high, uh, dickhead. <laughs> it's great, and the way that they make the FBI guys so unlikable, so that when they die, it's fine. Yeah. Hey Tim, I'm really glad we're doing this. I've waited many years to do this. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm not entirely sure if anyone's, you know, like, oh my god. Yeah, one of the that was full on. Yeah, just fucking shot like five times in the chest. I love that he doesn't care about any of the hostages. No, 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 no. Where's Holly? Where's Holly? They took her. Now he just fucking jumps off the fucking roof. Does he say I'm gonna bag this guy or something? I'm gonna bag this sucker. Nail that sucker. This film is great. <laughs> I'll bag this little bastard. Yep. Now they're all, all, all the all the hostages are running down, terrified, and whilst one of the uh, terrorists is uh, hanging from a chain. Oh yeah! And now John McClane is tying a fire hose around his waist. Why didn't so John McClane's on the roof? This wired to blow, but why does he just go downstairs? Because he can't, because the helicopter will shoot him. All oh, right, so he's hiding from the helicopter. And also, he was back at that door earlier where he had to jump down the the air vent. Right. So if he'd have gone back, okay. He's very sexy, isn't he? He's a very sexy man. Blows a roof. Wow. 
Look at that, fun. Need some more FBI guys. Shit just got real. If you were in this situation, right, let's go back to the bit where the terrorists take over the building and you're arguing with your wife in her office. Yeah. At what point do you think you would die? In this film. Hard, hard. What time, at what point do you think you would die hard? Uh, what time, what, at what point in the film would I die hard? Yeah, like he goes through all of these different things here where he nearly dies. Let's say you're in the office in the bathroom and you hear the gunshots. Oh, the okay. start of the film. Right, yeah. At what point do you, I think you'd die right there. Why? I just, I, I, I've, the number of times I've seen you bang your head is beyond like... Uh, bad circumstance well, or misfortune. You bang your head like you, like you're a bit stupid, like you're not really aware of the roof. Right. All the time. I've seen you bang your head since I've known you maybe seventy times. Yes. On lamps, lights. I, uh, you're not very aware of sp your spatial. Uh, like, I don't think that's unfair. I it's would. True. Um, it's true. If it happened, can, yeah. you, can I answer the question? Yeah. Am I allowed? Yeah. Thank God for that. Well, what I'd do is I'd hide in the vents. Until it all blew over, so I wouldn't die hard. I would just hide. Well, even though I wouldn't be a hero, even though your wife's out there. Yeah, because I mean, I can, well, she's dead. She's she's a goner. No, I'm just a realist. It might all work out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let the professionals handle it. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Mm. I hide in the vent. I go. My wife's out there, but they're going to show up. They're going to demand a ransom. Yada yada yada. Boom boom boom. Everyone gets out, you know, unharmed. But if I started to hear gunshots and people dying, then I would shimmy further down into the venting system and hide down there. Mm. <laughs> and just stay there. I think that's a good... I think that's a legitimate tactic. Hide in the vents. Mm. They're there. In many ways, that is what you're doing in life. Hiding in the vents. Yeah, hiding in the vents of life. Right. Waiting for it to blow over. Listen. Hoping that she's your wife is okay. <laughs> Well, I'd probably shimmy, like, I mean, vents lead places, don't they? So what I'd do is I'd shimmy down the vent, through the bathroom, over the room where they are, and have a little peek, and go, who, how many, I'd count the amount of terrorists, I'd go, uh, okay, there's seven terrorists, they're all blonde, and one black guy, <laughs> and they all have AKs, so, and I have nothing, right? Do I have a gun? No, you've got nothing. But McLean had a gun. You're not a police officer. You're Timothy Dubry. Well, then again, so you're giving McLean more credit because he's, lest we forget, he started with a gun. <laughs> he had an unfair advantage. Yeah. yeah. Like, at least he started with a gun. Yeah. Give me a gun. And it would be a slightly longer story still culminating in my death. Yeah. You'd die. Do you want to know what I'd do? What? I would immediately go to uh, uh, the elevators or yeah. the stairs and yeah. just walk down to the bottom of the building <laughs> yeah. and, and leave. Go to right. the pub, call the, go to the pub, in this order, go to the pub, order a whiskey, yeah. down it, get a beer, 
ask for some peanuts. When they bring them over, actually, no, no, actually, can I get pork scratchings? Actually, it's been a hard night. And then I'd call the police. Right. Calm myself first. Okay. Get some snacks in me. Yeah. So I'm being rational. You know, settle my stomach. Yeah. Then I'd call the fuzz. Um, what, saves the day. Josh what, saves the day. What I would do actually is survive hard. I do you know. Yes, yeah, survive hard. What I would do is I'd shimmy along to the janitor's closet, right? Yeah. And I would shimmy down. I'd get a mop. Yeah. I'd take the head off the mop. Then I'd get some peroxide, which is in the closet, and I'd soak it, and it would dye it blonde. Hang on a minute. This is, we get the catchphrase again here. Yeah. But then I'd put the blonde. I'd put the blonde mop on my head and I'd run around and pretend to be the terrorists. It's clever. Yeah. You weren't really listening. Here we go. Still the cowboy, Mr. McLean, Americans are all alike. Well, this time John Wayne does not walk off into the sunset with Grace Kelly. It's Gary Cooper, asshole. Enough jokes. <laughs> you made a pretty good cowboy yourself, Hans. Oh, yeah. What was it you said to me before? Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. <laughs> Well, just everyone's laughing. Because he's got the fucking gun taped to his back. Brilliant. Happy trails, Hans. Brilliant. I like that he blows the gun at the end like a cowboy. Yeah, I think that was a bit much. If I'm giving Here's notes. the thing, this is a callback. <laughs> this is a callback. See, he's holding on to the watch that she was given in the oh. in like the third or fourth scene of the film. That's a Rolex. That's what that bit is, it's for exposition. It's one of the mo- this is one of the most famous shots in maybe not in cinema, but definitely in Die Hard. <laughs> Hans Gruber falling from the building. And I think I believe, I believe yeah. they reference that shot in The Lion King when Mufasa falls, who really? is killed yes, by they Scar, do. They do. who is played by Alan Rickman. Oh, excellent. I believe. See, don't say you don't learn things when you listen to this podcast. I love that thing that the characters do in films when someone jumps off a building, they turn away so they can't <laughs> they, they go, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, now he's kissing her and he's covering her in blood. It's disgusting. Is it his blood, though? No, it's, oh, it's combination. Ooh. He's going to need a hepatitis shot after all this. It is the 80s. It? <laughs> Too much? <laughs> They're going to have to get tested after that shit. <laughs> all, these, all, these, all these kind of happening, free love, blonde, European terrorists, <laughs> yeah, blood. Covered in their blood. Yeah, you don't want that. Oh, that would be a horrible ending. No, yeah, 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 you survived, you saved everyone's yeah, life, yeah, but you yeah. do have many, yeah, yeah. many blood diseases. I love right it, now. just the last scene of the film is just they leap forward one year to a diagnosis scene. <laughs> Slightly different ending to the film. Right, so, so pa- it's apparently all... the next diet. See, this is why this attention to detail in this film is all the papers of the office. It's, it's turned falling. into like a ticker tape. Yeah, but it's meant to be snow, isn't it? Oh, I see. It's symbolic of snow. All the paper. Oh, you've really thought this through. Oh, here we go. Here's the beautiful moment. Well, he gets to meet the black. See, it's not just a romance between. What's his name again? This Al Pal. Al Pal. It's not just a romance between John and his wife. It's also a romance between two two men. Two men. You've never seen each other. Yeah. 
In many ways, this is the predecessor of You've Got Mail. Yes, I can see no similarities, but yes. Oh, it's a good end. It's a good film, isn't it? It's a great film. So, just two men. This is the birth of the bromance. You're seeing right here. He's so good, Bruce Willis, in this, isn't he? Oh, now, now she takes his surname. Is that what it takes? Save your well, wife's well, life. Well, to be honest, like, if she doesn't take his name after all that, <laughs> what kind of fucked up world are we living in? Because I understand it, but I mean, you could just... Oh, it's not over. Oh, it's not over. Oh, a terrorist. I thought he was dead. No, he's still alive. Oh, this is where he redeems himself. Yeah, Al Powell shoots him. Look at this shot. Look at this shot of the gun to Powell's face. This is a beautiful shot. Oh. That's a great shot. It's a focus pull. Yeah. From the gun... From the gun looking down the barrel of the gun to the face appearing over it it's great and now it's fine that you shot the kid right <laughs> isn't that what that bit was about he's kind of made amends in some weird way but he hasn't because the kid is still dead yeah yeah it doesn't make up he, now he's just shot two people yeah he just shot two yeah. people now he's murdered two people one had it coming also this didn't. wouldn't happen when he busts the limo out of the building and goes to pick up John and Holly like he would have been immediately shot yeah oh god that was great that was John's wife hearing him what I like about these films these older films is they always pull to a wide at the end yeah and as they disappear And they pull away in a stretch limo into the distance. And Christmas is here again. And you're older and you're gonna die a bit sooner. And you hate yourself a bit more than last year. And you've put on some weight, but that's normal. Your metabolism's slowing down. Cause you're old, cause you're old, cause you're old. And uh, thanks for joining us for this one-off commentary. I'm drunk, and Josh isn't. So thank you for for listening. It's three o'clock in the afternoon for anyone who's Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We started at, at, at midday. Yeah. And uh, now I'm gonna go home and sleep. There you go. Don't don't join us next week for more nothing because this is a fucking one-off. A one-off. But Merry Christmas. You, you know what? We don't do this podcast anymore because you guys killed it. That's why. Yes. You killed it, and we want you to live with that guilt forever. And remember, it's your fault. Don't trust people with long blonde hair. Um, or bums. Yeah. Hot polish can be a torture implement. 
and something else. Thank you very much for joining us, guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Goodbye. Um, by the way, just in case anyone wants to come see... Uh, you know I play in a band. Do you know that? I do. I play in a band called The Kenneths. Yeah. We're going on tour in January with uh, January through to March with uh, Dead. Dead. And if you wanted to come to uh, any of the shows, what's that? You, oh, you really want to come see us play? Oh. But you don't want to pay more than a tenner. Not to worry. All the tickets are £8. So if you're in any of these places, come see the Kenneths from January through to the end of February, early March, I think. Leeds, Manchester, Glasgow, Birmingham, London, Guildford, Bedford, Cambridge, Brighton, Nottingham, Sheffield, Hull, Newcastle, Edinburgh, Stoke-on-Trent, Southampton, Oxford, Cardiff, Bristol, and Plymouth. Good. That's a proper tour. Yes, it is. Tickets are on sale at thekenneths.com. Hey, guys. I hope you all die hard this Christmas. Uh, Take care, everybody. Have a good Christmas. And enjoy it. It might be your last. Exactly. You might die. You might. And uh, Santa's not real. Goodbye. Need this Jesus. Bye. Love you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.